0: Um, good morning kids. Um, today um, is a little special. Today Pastor Samuel will give us our message. You might all remember who Pastor Samuel is from a few weeks ago when he was asked questions about serving God at Graceway and he said yes which means he's now our pastoral intern for the summer uh, and what that means is he will be using the gifts that, and talents that God gave him to serve God's church here at Graceway. Um, He's also my friend. I've known Pastor Samuel for eight years, so I'm so happy that he is here with us. So as always, I ask that you honor him by giving him your full attention as he gives God's message to us today. Hello, everyone. It's so good to see you. My name is Pastor Samuel, and I'll be sharing with you a message today in Pastor Dohi's place. Parents, if you would, assist me in switching to speaker view if you haven't done so already. Today, I want to share with you all on the topic of friendship. I know many of us are longing to see our friends these days. We miss them and it feels like it's been forever since we've seen our friends because we're stuck home. Hopefully, someday soon, We'll see our friends face to face once again. But did you know that Jesus Christ calls us friend? Friendship, as he defines it, is really, really specific. It's special. And it might be different from what comes to mind when you think of friendship right now. But first, let me read this passage for you. It's from John 15, verses 12 to 15 these are the words of jesus christ this is my commandment that you love one another as i have loved you greater love has no one than this that someone lays down his life for his friends you are my friends if you do what i command you no longer do i call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing but i have called you friends For all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So at this point of the story, Jesus has entered into Jerusalem, the holy city, and is preparing to die on the cross. He's saying goodbye to his disciples, his friends, and he tells them to love one another, just as he has loved them. And as you know, Jesus spent a lot of time with his disciples, teaching them many, many things. And you've heard a couple of these stories before, but let me remind you of some of them. One of the stories is when Jesus washes the disciples' dirty feet. He does so to show what the disciples ought to do for one another, love each other with humility, Doing these things for them may be hard or difficult. This is just one example. Another story is uh, this other passage that you might be familiar with. When Jesus tells his disciples to abide in him, since he is the true vine. Jesus explains to them that abiding in him means to obey his commands. And if they do so, that means that they love They listen to Jesus. They need to abide in Jesus to bear fruit. Well, then, it isn't an accident that right after Jesus talks about himself as a true vine, he calls his disciples his friends. What could this mean? Hmm. And how should we treat our friends given what Jesus tells us? Well, right now, I want you to take this moment and think. Think about the friends that you have. What do you all do when you spend time with one another? Maybe you chat, you play games, you eat, you run around, and all those things are fun and good. But Have you ever thought, how do I know when I have a good friend, and how do I know if I'm being a good friend to others? Well, first, here's a picture of me and my good friend, Yang Ha. This was years ago. Yep, that's me on the left when I thought long hair was really, really cool. So Yangha, who's on the right, and I have been friends for a really, really long time. We're friends even now, and we've been through good and bad times together, sticking it out. Here's a more recent picture of us. He was one of my groomsmen when I got married. I know Yang Ha and I are good friends only because of what Jesus tells me friendship is about. In the passage I read, Jesus tells us three things that make a friend a really good friend. One is knowing things about each other. Two is listening to each other. And lastly, and most importantly, loving one another as Jesus loved us. I'm gonna talk about these things. These three things apply to our friendship with Jesus Christ and also how we should think about also to how we should think about our friendships today. So if you remember, Jesus said to his disciples, No longer do I call you servants. The servant does not know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends. For all I have heard from my father, I've made known to you. When you think about the friends you have, notice how you know things about them. What kind of food they like, their likes, their dislikes, what makes them happy, sad, disappointed, upset, things like that. You know what your friend likes and dislikes. You also expect your friend to know what you like or dislike so that you both can say that you know each other and you treat each other how each wants to be treated. Well, here, Jesus calls his disciples his friends because everything that he has heard from God the Father he makes open and known to his disciples. Jesus hasn't hidden anything from them but taught them what it means to love one another, how to treat one another like in washing each other's feet. And Jesus tells them who he was, who he is, the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus calls his disciples, his friends, because Jesus has shared all this knowledge, this information about himself required for a close relationship. Friendship always requires knowledge of the other person, knowing things about your friends. Now Jesus also says in verse 12, you are my friends if you do what I command you. Jesus repeats this command over and over, saying that abiding in Jesus means you listen and obey his commands. A way of showing you love Jesus and are his friend is doing what Jesus commands. And I know the word command might seem harsh. And you've probably heard it many times in Bible stories when God commands his people and they either obey or disobey. But let's look at this word and see how we do it every single day. We command each other every day. A command is like telling or asking someone to do something for you. Again, think back to your friendships. Don't you command or ask your friends to do things for you? It can be the biggest or the smallest thing, such as asking, hey, let me see what you're looking at, or hey, give me that toy, or hey, share this with me. We use commands every single day, and obeying, listening, shows a kind of friendship we have with another person. So, if you keep commanding or asking another person, and it's a reasonable and not a crazy thing to ask, and that person keeps saying, No, I don't want to, then you might think to yourself, Is this person really my friend? You might think, If they're my friend, why aren't they listening to me and doing what I'm asking them? You see, a good friend listens and does what you ask them. And if we want to be a good friend, we listen and obey what our friends ask of us. Our friendship with Jesus is not exactly the same, but it's similar. Jesus tells us to do what he commands, to listen, obey, and love one another. Doing or not doing what Jesus commands reflects our relationship with him. And of course, here, Jesus commands us to love in a very specific and special way. And it applies both to big and little, small situations. Jesus commands, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, as someone lays down his life for his friends. Jesus tells his disciples to love one another as he has loved them. And even as he loves us now, this is the greatest kind of love, laying down your life for your friends. Laying down your life, I'm going to explain using this word, sacrifice, sacrifice. Because it applies to big and little situations. Sacrifice means giving something up, losing something For someone else. You sacrifice or you lose something for someone else's good, for someone else's benefit. So let's go back to the question I asked earlier. How do you know when you've made a good friend, when you have a good friend? The answer usually is when they're willing to sacrifice for you. In big, or little things. Maybe you want the last chip in the bag, and your friend sacrifices and gives it to you. Maybe you need help with homework or something, and your friend sacrifices their time to help you. Maybe you need a dollar, and your friend gives it to you to help you. The thing is, when we sacrifice for someone, we make a friend. When we keep sacrificing for one another, we become better friends. Sacrifice makes and strengthens friendships. Sacrifice, giving something up for another person, big or small, shows you care about the other person, that you love them, that you're willing to lose something, time, money, food, for their good, for their benefit. Jesus commands this, that his disciples and and us, excuse me, Love one another as Jesus has first loved us, and requires sacrificing, big and little, for others. Remember, Jesus chooses and calls us friend first. Remember what Jesus did for you and for me. The Bible tells us Jesus laid down his life for us while we were strangers, not friends sinners, and enemies of God. His big sacrifice on the cross created a new relationship, a friendship between God and us, allowing us to be friends with him when we do what he commands us, when we listen to him like a friend should. So Jesus tells us that being his friend means we do what he commands. To love one another as he loved us. The sacrifice, big and little, for our friends. Of course, that means doing little sacrifices for our friends, listening to them, using our time for them, sharing things with them for their own good, things like that. But Loving one another and sacrificing also means loving strangers, sinners, even our enemies, with the hope that they, too, would become our friends and friends with Jesus Christ. Christ did this first for us. Sacrifice is usually in the little things in our daily interactions with others, when we're just chatting and playing with our friends. Sacrifice, laying down our life for our friend, requires the rest of our lives, especially when we're doing so for our friend jesus christ when you are named christian a christ follower our friend of jesus you pray you read the bible you love your neighbors like the good samaritan you love your friends and you even love your enemies like jesus did you love especially when it costs you something we need to listen to Jesus' command And love one another like Jesus loved us. Because when we do, it reflects our friendship with Jesus Christ and with others. How we think about our neighbors and our friends. Don't you want to be a friend like that for others? Someone who sacrifices big and little? Don't you also want a friend who sacrifices for you and loves you for your good? Aren't you glad that Jesus Christ called us friend first? That's something to be so glad and so happy about. So then, let's put our hands together and pray. You have blessed us, O God, with a gift of friendship. We thank you for such blessings, for friends who love us, for friends who listen to us, for friends who are close and far away, we hope to see them soon. We thank you that you call us friend when, you do, when we do what you command us. We are grateful you call us friend and that through your friendship, we can love one another as they should be loved. Help us to be like your son, Jesus Christ, as we love each other by sacrifice. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Kids, you may quietly work on your